Welcome to the Reckless Experience with Mark podcast with your host, Mark Vickery. This is a podcast about life, the show that brings you the know-how, the how-to, and the WTF. Each week, discussing daily life with interviews of people you really want to know. Now, here's your host, Mark Slick Vickery. Welcome to the Reckless Experience with Mark. I'm your host, Mark Slick Vickery. Beside me here, I have Glenn Halverson, an acquaintance of mine from Volkswagen when I worked there. He was a customer. Great guy. Kind of has a shady sense of humor. Those were the good days, Mark. I, uh, I miss those days being with Todd and Jimmy pounding on his desk up top there. I, uh, yeah, I miss those days. Yeah, I, I miss those days too, actually, to be honest with you. So, mm -hmm. I love that shirt. Well, thank you, thank you. That's it's a, a kind of a festive for this time of the year, trying to bring in some summer weather. And uh, I love uh, bringing joy to uh, where I work at The Views. The Views is a special place in my heart, and uh, as your wife may attest to, yeah. Yes, yes. My wife works with uh, Glenn here. So, Glenn, tell me about what you do for hobbies. For hobbies, I like to help people out, like... Uh, with uh, building things for the flower man. Flower man comes around every so often and other guys bring stuff over to fix, but my passion is photography. I love photography, as you may have seen. Very well, if you're on Facebook, uh, what's your Facebook page that you go to mostly with your photography? Basically, my name is pretty easy, Glenn Halverson Photography. Nice, a lot of great photos of the Comox Valley. Every sunset, sunrise, I always see Glenn's pictures. That's the first thing that pops up on my feed on Facebook. Definitely want to check it out. Glenn, this, yes. this flower guy, I, I've only met him once. Oh, what's this? I think the flower man's coming. Is that the flower man? Oh, it is. Woo! Where's your tools? Well, lucky here, our lucky day, the flower man. Come on down. If you live in the Comox Valley, you're going to know exactly who the flower man is. If you don't know the flower man, you're gonna get introduced, no doubt. Hey guys, how are you? How you hey. doing there, flower man? Let's get him a chair. Come on, here you go. Come on, buddy. Right on. Thanks, guys. Nice to see you, you bud. You too, Mark. Good Love to see the you wheels. Too. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate That's it. That's good. That's good. What a great day to drive outdoors with the top down. For sure. And a kayak on top too. For sure. What, <laughs> what do you got here? You got? Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your ride. Well, boy, where do I start? I bought it in 1982. First year out of St. Paul's High School in Winnipeg, nice. and I've had it for 40 years. The kayak came every a boy's bit later. dream, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, I, I've been connecting with people with this car for 40 years. Back in the day, people would leave business cards on the windshield wiper at the gas station, or if it was parked somewhere. And I just kind of expanded it from there. Took it to the next level. Good, good. Yeah. So what we got here? We got uh, we all Comox Valley. Is that? Can we I all love the Comox Valley. We all Valley. love the Comox Valley. Yes, yeah, the that's big heart our, gave it away. <laughs> that's that's my newest installation. I like to uh, mix up the sculptures I put within the kayak. I like to call them traveling interactive sculptures. Fair enough. Yeah. So for the viewers that aren't familiar, that's a snowbird up there. And just so you're aware, we live fairly close to the Canadian Forces Base Comox, where the snowbirds are practicing for this month. So you may hear them go by us. Uh, 
Yeah, you, we're, we're going to enjoy them for you because you're probably not going to see them. Or I'll start the car and rev the engine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So tell us about the Flower Man. Well, it's a. It's do you want to know the start? How I became called the Flower Man? Let's. We we want it all. Glenn all right. and I are listening all right. right closely here. Okay, we well, we want it all. And our listeners want to know what makes the Flower Man tick. Okay. Well, what uh, makes them tick? I think. Well, I want to bring a smile to somebody's face. That's kind of the nuts and bolts, but the bare minimum, the bare essentials. I want to bring a smile to others. And I do that through various, what I like to call shenanigans. And uh, I guess I started my first shenanigan before I moved to Comox. My first shenanigan was in Winnipeg. I became a school bus driver in Winnipeg. Um, that was my most recent career change. I was an architect and a business owner and a few other different things. But driving a school bus was great at the time. And uh, I drove for an area in town that was uh, a lot of immigrants. And uh, I decided, you know what? I wanted to teach these immigrants a little bit of North American culture. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to sing them a song or teach them a song. And I got permission from the school principal uh, to get early dismissal every day for two weeks. All the kids came on my bus. I called it Studio 66. And um, the principal printed all the song lyrics to the song. And it was a Dinah Shore 1956 shoe fly pie and apple pan dowdy. And mm. uh, we sang that song for two weeks. Uh, they loved it. The kids, well, I taught them jokes and stuff and whatever. And, uh, but the principal loved it so much, he asked me at the end of the school year if I would uh, sing the song with my kids at the school assembly, which we did in front of 800 people. We sang shoe fly pie and apple pan dowdy. So that was my first shenanigan, I like to call it. So uh, I became homeless, not due to my own uh, undertaking, but uh, I was in that position. So I like to turn lemons into lemonade. I, uh, I had, was forced to rent a hotel room for three days. That was $116 a night. That was over 300 bucks for three days. I only slept there. I never spent any time in the room. I was out and about doing things. So luckily, I was able to find a campground, Kin Beach Provincial Campground. Uh, oh boy, the owners and managers of the resort of the campgrounds allowed me to stay there for three weeks until I found a suitable home to stay in. In that time, I was so incredibly happy to be camping right by the ocean with this car and my color-coded tent trailer to go with it, that I decided to buy a hanging basket of flowers to make that campground even more beautiful than it could possibly be. Mm. And I bought the flowers at Thrifty's at uh, 17th and Cliff. Came back, beautiful summer day, top down. Didn't know where to put the flowers because it was a curved bottom and I was afraid that they would spill earth all over the, the floor of the, the Mustang. So I simply um, hooked the hanger into the exposed hole in the window frame and drove back to Kin Beach like that. And the whole way back, all through traffic, people were yelling at me, nice flowers, I love that air freshener. It was hilarious. So the flowers stayed. You started a trend. Uh, well, yeah, it's been there <laughs> three years now. Three years living flowers, been traveling with me. And anyway, I, I decided to kick it up a notch again. Um, I just fell in love with the Comox Valley, the people here. And I decided to create my first social experiment. I uh, had decals made up for the window, the passenger side, driver's side, and rear bumper, advertising what I was about to do. It said, uh, if you choose, I didn't say steal, I said, if you choose to take these flowers, you need more joy please pay it forward. If you wish to meet more like-minded people like myself, join my Facebook group, Comox Valley Social Experiment. 
and it's just blossomed. So uh, let's say this again for the viewers. Uh, what's the Facebook page again? Comox Valley Social Experiment. So yeah. viewers, definitely check that out and check out the Flower Man. Sorry, continue on with your story. Yeah, so anyway, um, how I became called the Flower Man is pretty unique in itself. Uh, I remember camping at Ken Beach during that time of my life. I would, uh, oh my God, it was great. I bought a rope and I bought a shower curtain. I bought a an outdoor shower kit from Canadian Tire because Ken Beach doesn't have plumbing, like showers and stuff. So I was showering outdoors. It was amazing, man. It was beautiful. I didn't want to leave. That's that's Vancouver life, Vancouver I, Island life. I didn't want right? to leave. I was pretty happy. <laughs> I was pretty happy. Anyway, so one night I decided I didn't want to cook in the open stove. I'll treat myself to a warm meal. So I went down to the Griffin Pub, which is just a, you know, I don't know, half a, half a kilometer away. Went in with the Mustang, the kayak, and the flowers in tow and uh, started hatching my plan for the Comox Valley Social Experiment. That was the very first night. I had never had a Facebook before. Didn't know how to start it. So I talked to the waitress, Christine Holomago, there and asked her about it, and she didn't really know much either. But we struggled through it. Uh, I told her what I was doing. She ran out to the parking lot to see the car, the flowers, the kayak. She came back and she said, I love what you're doing. I'm your first member, which she is. And anyway, I couldn't finish the meal, so... Uh, she packed it up in a box, and on that box, she wrote the flower man. I thought, wow, I like that. I'm going to run with it. So it's the flower man from there on out. I, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah, it was fun. Organic. It's very, very organic. Organic right off the flower yeah. line. Thanks. Organic. Wait, what do you got going on here? Well, uh, for the last two years, over, about two years now, I've worn a Hawaiian lake everywhere I go. Um, I would wear it cycling oh my gosh i did so much cycling last year i lost 82 pounds and 70 pounds in 14 weeks with wearing my hawaiian lay i would wear my hawaiian lay swimming i would wear it working i would wear it cycling i would wear it barring i would wear it shopping wherever i went and people would say aloha or, and i like your lay you know and that was great but i, I always kind of felt wasn't quite right we're not hawaiian we don't live in america we don't say aloha we're on a different island altogether so about two months winter, I'm driving my transit bus, and I've, I've got my brightest, most flamboyant, biggest, puffiest lay that I had in my inventory, because I've got lots. Anyway, this older gentleman piles on my bus, and I've seen him before, and uh, this particular night, he points at his own neckline, and he says to me, is that your Pathfinder? Bammo. It hit me like a lightning bolt. I immediately redesigned what I was wearing. I now wear a Pathfinder. And the Pathfinder is constructed with uh, flowers that are grown <clears throat> locally on the island. And I love it. It's, uh, it's actually, uh, it's been in a remarkable change. It's inspired by living here. Like everything else I do is inspired by living here. So it's now a Pathfinder that I wear every day. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, it's so much fun. Good. That's, uh, that's all new to me. I've never heard of any of that. That's yeah. Like, I'm actually new to the, the Hawaiian late. Right. I, oh, okay. I'm not familiar too much with it, just except for what I see in movies and stuff. But that's, that's actually, that's energetic right there. Well, I, last year I declared, I was driving to work one day and I thought, see, May 5th. Oh, let's pause for a moment. What do we, maybe, oh. we, maybe your viewers can hear that. The snowbirds. Snowbirds. And it's not the one on the car. Hi, Captain Ferris. <laughs> hey, Gabe. Maybe. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down for a visit. Sorry for the interruption there, yeah, Flower no Guy. I just get all excited when I hear, Me hear too. planes when it's this close to snowbirds. the Air Force Base. Go Snowbirds. 
Uh, I actually used to live in Kai Bay, uh, oh, down the hill, right sure. beside the, the large runway at the base. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, ended up being out at the Ocean Resort, as many of my listeners that know from past episodes. That yeah. I, I, I oh, there they are. Oh. They are definitely flying overhead. Anyway, um, where was I? Um, so yeah, last year I declared May 5th. May 5th is a very important day for me. Uh, I mark on my sculpture 050517, uh, May 5th, 2017. May 5th of 2017 was when I made the complete and utter and dramatic recovery from mental illness. And I thank God every day for my, my recovery. It's uh, been actually a remarkable and a miracle in itself. So last year I declared, I wanted to celebrate May 5th with everybody. So last year I, just, I, did, I declared May 5th as Lay Day, because I wore a lay. And on that day, the idea was to you wear one of my florally crafted lays I sold at Goose Pit Park for $20. And all the proceeds oh, went to the Comox Valley Transition Society, which deals with homelessness, mental health issues, and women's shelters, which is very important to me. And we raised a lot of money last year with Lay Day. So just so viewers know, if, you, if you're not actually watching and you're only listening to this podcast, we are in fact outside. So if you can't hear the birds or the, or the slight breeze or the snowbirds, uh, hopefully it's not too distracting to everybody. But it's definitely distracting to me, so I apologize for the interruption. But let's continue on with the Flower Man story. All right, so uh, this year I'm doing it again, uh, bigger and better than ever. It's now going to be called Kinder Pathfinder Day. Again, May 5th will be at uh, Comox Harbor uh, with live music, volunteers will be stringing together real flower pathfinders to wear on your neck, and they'll be sold for $20 each. And again, all the proceeds go to the Comox Valley Transition Society, and on that day you're supposed to commit a random act of kindness to a stranger. Very nice. We'll also have uh, all, all of the Flower Man's links and images and stuff on our uh, Facebook page, The Reckless Experience, as well. So uh, I have a few more questions. Oh, Glenn, please. do you have any questions for the Flower Man? You know him, so maybe you know everything already. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's been uh, totally, uh, totally amazing uh, all that you've done so far with... Uh, You've had Santa Claus and the reindeer up here. You've had yes. sockeye salmon. You've got snowbirds. I think everybody else who's watching you wants to know what's uh, your next shenanigan. If you're ah, willing ah, to ah, share ah, any ah. little tidbit for us peons. The secret uh, well, spill. Next, yes. You know what, Glenn? A great question. And I asked that myself. Um, I remember last year when I was... Uh, I applied for a grant from the Comox Valley uh, Foundation okay. uh, Community Fund. They said, uh, JD, we'd love to give you some money. Uh, we know that you'll think of something very creative next time around as well. And I kind of doubted myself. I thought, what am I going to do next? And sure enough, it comes to me. I don't know what it is going to be. I really don't know, but I have faith. I know that something special will, will be next down the road. I'm, I'm excited to, to find out what that is. Just uh, Something has to inspire me, and uh, I know that'll happen. Well, I know everything that you do has inspired a lot of people. You've been an inspiration to me, uh, Ken Poles, all the time I've, I've known you. Even back in the days where I used to drive school bus with you. Remember the school bus days? Yeah. You'd, you'd be yeah. doing your thing, I'd be doing yeah. my thing, trying to cheer everybody up, oh, singing yeah. songs in the bus, yeah. and wearing all these funny costumes, Yeah, eh? yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I'm just hoping um, that uh, you, you're, you'll be the catalyst for everybody in the Comox Valley to extend themselves to reach out to those people who are 
in struggling. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the sacrifice that you've done. Uh, I know it hasn't been easy. You've shared a little bit of your story with me. And I'll just say kudos. My hat goes off to you. <laughs> and I look forward to all the many uh, shenanigans in the future. Thank you, Glenn. Much appreciated. Um, I'm just having fun doing what I do. Uh, living here again inspires me every day. Uh, I get up every day feeling so grateful and happy and joyous. And I just wish everybody would be as happy and joyous as I am. And if I can bring a smile to somebody's face, that uh, makes it all worthwhile. Well, I, I do have to tell you that the addition to the, of the Flower Man to Vancouver Island and to the Comox Valley is amazing. I uh, greatly appreciate everything you've been doing around the community. Uh, it, I've asked around a lot about you, uh, people I know if they've heard of you. And to be honest with you, absolutely every one of them except me heard of you. <laughs> uh, when I started seeing and hearing about you is when yeah. I started uh, visiting my wife at work. Uh, and I would see Glenn's school bus there. Uh, I'd seen you drive by a couple times with the, with the Stang. Right, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. And it caught my eye many times. And well, thank I, you. I remember the Santa, Santa stuff. And can I, can I kind of go means. back a bit? I really am proud of two of my most recent shenanigans. Let's hear them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this one was pretty powerful. I was driving my transit bus. I'm a transit bus driver, which I adore my job because I get to meet so many people. But uh, this particular day, it was a very snowy day this past winter. A lot of heavy snow. And I was actually driving on my day off. I accepted a shift and I was driving early, early morning. I usually drive afternoons and evenings. But th this particular day, it was 7 a.m. And I saw a whole bunch of people struggling to move that heavy, heavy Vancouver Island snow. And the first thing I thought was, how can I help? I am a strong guy. Thank goodness. Thank God. I can do something. And it came to me, I drive a bus. I can transport shovelers. I don't have to shovel myself, I'll drive them. <laughs> so that, that works. It does. And I, I went to my boss that day and I said, uh, Darren, can I take a bus out for a day? He said, JD, what do you want to do? I, I actually want to uh, gather a whole bunch of politicians, musicians, and everybody in between. And I want to shovel random acts of kindness. And the whole thing came together. The very next snowfall, like two days later, Darren had the bus ready for me to go. I had the politicians lined up. I had the musicians lined up. And I had the volunteers lined up. The politicians and the musicians brought their guitars and their shovels. I drove. We drove around the valley. I got Facebook messages saying, can you come here, please? My aunt can't shovel her, blah, blah, blah. We had to stick to uh, well-known transit routes because they're, they're plowed. So I had to stick. I couldn't go off route. So we did what we could. We dropped off by a lot of different places, and oh my God, that is fantastic. You know, uh, I opened up the service doors. Uh, the Anton would jump out. Oakland would jump out, playing his mandolin and guitar. And uh, Mayor Russ Arnott, Sabrina would jump out with their shovels, and we shoveled people out. Mm. And then we moved to the next place, and uh, it was a great day. That was that was fun. And then the next shenanigan I did. This was a second annual. Was I did COVID Cupid. And I dressed up this past year. I had a, a diaper. I remember this. Yeah, I had a diaper made up by Marlene from Fabricland. Oh, oh. snowbirds. And they're going right over it. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Woo! Yay! Yay, snowbirds. That was a treat, man. Woo! Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Captain Gabe Ferris.
you can see how excited the the valley people here get when we wow when we that was birds. cool nice thank you got chills. that was awesome so anyway um uh yeah uh, covid cupid i had marlene she's made up numerous prototypes for me in the past uh, of my uh, shenanigan fashion and uh, this year she made up a beautiful yellow diaper and i had my flower man red hoodie on it to that uh, really well-known artist, Kevry Everill, designed for me, the logo, the COVID Cupid logo. And then I had uh, my three-quarter-inch cycling shorts and uh, fedora hat, wig, sunglasses, and a five-foot-long yellow arrow with flowers on the end. And We're going to find some long... pictures of that and put it on the oh, yeah. Experience Facebook it's page pretty cool. to see as well. A six-foot-long bow with a red heart with flowers attached to the tip of the arrow. And you know what? This year, I got money from all over the world. I got money from Sweden, UK, wow. nice. Hong Kong, <laughs> States, Canada, to buy the roses, the wow. chocolates, and the dog sense, and cat treats big that sense I handed of community, out. community, isn't it? It was when, amazing. When people all over the world reach All over the world. Nice. All over the world. And I, oh, there were so many highlights that day, but I think, well, oh my goodness. Uh, we, were, we went up to Cumberland. Um, and what I did was I had my band practice for a few days, one of my favorite childhood songs, Burt Bacharach, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. The band played that. I had uh, lyric sheets all printed out. Uh, the town councillors in Cumberland all came out. I handed them all out sheets. Everybody sang in unison, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. A few minutes later, all the kids from... Three Tree Child Care, Deborah Roxborough's outfit, they came up to me and they'd seen me numerous times in the past and they were so thrilled to see me again. Uh, they wanted a tour of the love bus. It was all decorated, Valentine's inside. So all the kids walked in the front service bay doors, live music playing inside the bus and out the back doors. That was huge. And then we were invited to go to the Women's March um, to participate in that and that was a very big honor for the flower man and COVID Cupid, which we did. So yeah, that was a great shenanigan too. Good, good. That's amazing. That's amazing. Listening to the snowbirds here, they're uh, we're right under the flight path here, so forgive us uh, if they go over once in a while. We get extremely excited. We're like little boys in the playground here right now, so. It's a lot of excitement. So the flower man here is about to tell us uh, another uh, venture uh, that's involving him. So I'll yeah. leave it to him. Thanks, Mark uh, and Glenn. Uh, the next uh, shenanigan I'd like to talk about is what I call Mustang Snowbird. And I started carving Mustang Snowbird. Mustang Snowbird is uh, actually made out of... Um, uh, Glenn and I went by Sleg Lumber a few months back to pick up an old, beat-up, old, broken uh, wooden pallet. And the wing is made up of this broken pieces of wooden pallet that Glenn and I uh, pieced together. Glenn was a huge help on the wing. I said, go for it, Glenn. I, I, I trust you. And he shaped the perfect wing. And then, in, anyway, the, uh, the, the fuselage is made out of a big hunk of styrofoam that was washed up on the beach. And I fused the two together. And then I covered the whole thing with paper mache, my own technique. I had to come up with it so that the because it's covered with fiberglass resin. If you don't do it properly, it'll eat right through and melt. So I've come up with my own kind of technique so that, uh, that it is enough of a skin to, uh, to prevent the fiberglass resin from burning up the styrofoam. 
So I've done that, painted it. It's uh, in the beautiful Snowbird colors. And uh, all the Snowbird jets have a six-digit uh, call number in the back tail. I chose my own. It's 050517, again, May 5th of 2017. Oh, there you go. So that's that. And then um, I had uh, got Gabe, e uh, Gabe Ferris's, Captain Gabe Ferris's email, and uh, we'd been communicating back and forth the last number of months, and he's seen the progress pictures that he's done, and, uh, and they love it. Uh, Gabe said, my goodness, JD, that's amazing. We'll definitely get a picture of you guys when we're out there. Um, so that's pretty cool. And uh, then I came up with what I thought was a banner. I wanted to kind of recreate the image of a prop plane in the sky, trailing behind a banner in the sky saying, will you marry me, or I love you, or... <laughs> so I've come up with a banner uh, printed by Highlight Signs, and it simply says, we all, big heart, love Comox Valley, with the snowbird jet wrapping around a pink smoke stream around the heart. And I got back to Gabe Ferris asking if it was okay to use that image. And Gabe said, JD, absolutely. We love the Comox Valley too. As long as you're not making any money, go for it. So I did. But me being me, the flower man, thinking I want to make money on this and raise money for a, a good charity, I thought to myself, how can I spin this into, uh, into that kind of a, an effort? So I asked Gabe if it was okay to, um, to raise money for the Comox Valley Transition Society. Uh, Gabe says, well, J.D., we've, we're a hands-off organization. We really can't be affiliated with you or any organization, being Canada's national snowbird team. But we're willing to work with you. And he's allowed me to uh, sell sponsorships on the back panel of the Mustang, removed from the sculpture itself. So I am now selling sponsorships. A $50 minimum will get your name, private name, or company logo on the back. And again, all proceeds go to the Comox Valley Transition Society, and they will in turn issue you a tax receipt. So uh, everybody they've talked to is saying, yeah, sign me up. How much do you want, JD? I'll match his bid. So yeah, it's been pretty good already. Good, good. We'll make, we'll make sure all that information as well is on our Facebook page and our website for uh, the flower man here, uh, as well as the links to all his... Uh, website and Facebook pages as right. well. Yeah. So I have to say, I could sit here all day and talk to you and listen to you tell your story. So let's hear some more from you. Well, thanks, Mark. I, I do have one more thing I'm really proud of. Um, it's Glenn, right? Oh, what, sorry? Yeah, it's I'm Glenn. very proud of You're Glenn. Proud of Glenn <laughs> I'm right? very proud of Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. You We're brothers. You off with that one, Glenn and I, <laughs> Glenn and I are brothers for another mother. Absolutely. And I, I love the man. Glenn, Glenn's a good guy. Glenn's I, I like him. I like him. He's, he's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. here, okay? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> okay, you go ahead, Gary. The, uh, the next thing is, um, geez, you know, uh, I was invited to participate in Stocky Edwards' birthday. Uh, Stocky Edwards is a local World War II fighter pilot. He turned 100 years old last year. And so uh, they wanted me to drive lemonade uh, past, do a flyby kind of thing past his house with all the other participants, which I was truly honored with. And so I kind of met him, and I was really uh, honored and humbled to do that. And I realized, wow, he's a spry 100-year-old man, and he's done so much in his life, and it's so honored. So I wanted to live to be 100 now, too. And at the time, I was 297 pounds. I had been a smoker for 25 years. And June 13th, I had my, I bought my last cigarette. And June 16th, I got on my 
bicycle, my 25-year-old Trek mountain bike, and I started cycling. And with a dear friend of mine, Bill, uh, Bill who happens to be 78 years old himself, a young man, um, he and I cycled in 14 weeks. We cycled together 2,300 kilometers in this valley uh, while I was working. My biggest day, I remember working at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and Bill and I cycled 85 kilometers. Um, and no power assist, no electric on either one of our bikes. I'm extremely feeling out of shape right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see Bill showed me so much of the valley, uh, so many back roads, so many rivers, streams, trails. It was amazing. Uh, you know, I would pack my bathing suit and my pannier. And literally, I would stop in, in one spot trail, pull over, change into my bathing suit, and hop in the Solom River. Uh, it was an incredible experience. Uh, I, owe, I owe a lot of it to Bill. Um, I remember one time on a ride, you know, maybe a month and a half into riding with Bill. Uh, Bill happened to mention we're actually cycling down South Farnham Road, um, out in that area in Black Creek and Merville. And Bill says to me while we're cycling, we're probably put on about 40K at the time, Bill says, J.D., you know, about uh, five, six years ago, I cycled up Mount Washington. And I said, you did? He said, oh, yeah. That's a chore in That's, He did it at wow. 72 years old. So I said, Bill, at the end of the riding season, Bill, let's go cycling up Mount Washington. Are you in? Absolutely, J.D., let's go. So anyway, um, Bill and I, a couple of days later after we talked about it, uh, I thought I wasn't ready. I thought, well, well, more training all winter long. I'll do it next year. I'll do it this spring. Nope, Bill thought I was ready. We uh, we parked the car at Strathcona, Strathcona Parkway, the parking lot just off the highway. Uh, we unloaded our we unloaded our um, oh, our wind, bikes. Wind's picking up on yep. us, there, boys. Unloaded our bikes. I had my Hawaiian lay on. Uh, a cyclist was coming down. He says to us, "Guys, can I take your picture? We don't see many guys dressed like you up here." I said, "Yeah, sure." So anyway, Bill and I made our way up Mount Washington all the way to Alpine Lodge for a much-deserved beer and a healthy salad. Wow. It was amazing. And we that's, cycled down that's again. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Was... I have to ask this, though. How was the flight down? Because I bet you it was fast. It was fast. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I Honestly, the I don't think I'd ever really had my brakes serviced. And uh, I got lucky because <laughs> it was breaks the, hill, the whole way down. I thought the hill at Goose Spit when I was a kid going up and down that hill because I used to be in Sea Cadets there and I'd go there on the bike right. all the time. That's actually where I broke my nose the first time going locked handlebars with another fellow Sea Cadet and we went right over the embankment on oh. low tide. If it had been high tide, wow. we would have went swimming. Wow. <laughs> so, kudos yeah. to you for, for doing that. That's uh not only a dangerous trek, especially on the way down, but yeah. that's pretty damn impressive that not too many people have done it. Yeah, no, and uh, we intended it every year. And uh, and Bill, yeah, absolutely, Bill's in it again this year. Uh, so Bill and I will be going up Mount Washington once again. It's uh, it's once you can do, If you can conquer Mount Washington, you can conquer anything. And no hill scares me anymore in this valley. None. So it's Maybe cool. Glenn, and next time you do it, Glenn and I will be waiting for you at the top. Glenn actually has bought his own road bike now. Oh, so he, Glenn he, and I, yeah. He, he does cycle yeah. uh, with the motor. I didn't know you cycled the uh, pedal bike, too. I do have a motorless uh, bicycle. Yeah, yeah motorless. <laughs> I, I used to, uh, after back surgery, that uh, that dream ended, but I, I'm getting back into it. Mm -hmm. As I get older, I realize that, uh, well, especially meeting people like yourselves, uh, you, you can't just leave things behind. If you want to do something, you go out and you do it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
Anything else you'd like to tell us? Well, thanks, Mark. I'll, I'll wind up with one more story related to the biking that I did. Uh, I had a Facebook group member um, make a comment on me. She said, JD, I cannot believe what you've done. Uh, you've come such a long way. What I want to do is I want to give you one of my bicycles. It's, it's, it's nearly new. And uh, I'll give you a helmet to go with it. And what I want you to do is find the right user for that bike. Because I know with your social network, you'll find the right user. So I thought, what can I do with this, with this gift that's been given to me? Uh, so I thought about it for a day or two, and I realized what I can do is I ran a contest. Um, and I had people submit stories to me, to my, uh, my email address, on why they deserve this gift of a healthy lifestyle. And I got numerous entries, and I chose one. Uh, then I decided to kind of take that cycling uh, gift that I got from one of my Facebook group members and roll it into a, a whole package for somebody, for a winner. Whoever I determined uh, had the best story to, uh, to give them this gift of, ment of uh, physical health, uh, return to physical health. I was able to secure a gift certificate from Comox Bike Shop. I was able to secure a six-month bus pass from BC Transit. Um, I was able to secure a uh, motor and battery from the Comox Valley Therapeutic Riding Association. Uh, they put on a motor and battery on this bicycle and, uh, and the bus pass, BC Transit bus pass, so, uh, and then the helmet and the bike. Nice. So I was able to give this gift of uh, returned, renewed physical health to a deserving woman in the valley. And also five sessions with me. Uh, three-hour bike session so I can teach her where to go in the oh, valley. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So. Great. And that was awarded a few months back. So we'll be picking that up very soon. Perfect. Perfect. So do you have anything else you'd like to talk about before we call it a day here? Yeah, I think uh, one more thing that came through today. I've been invited as a guest speaker. Um, it'll be at the Philberg Park on May 29th, Sunday, May 29th. Uh, let's give me so that'll be for our locals, of course. Uh, Philberg Park is in yeah. Comox, BC, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. It's for the second annual community listening event uh, in May, which is Resilience Month. So I've been asked to speak on resilience, and I'll be proud to do that. And you're going to have updates and everything on your Facebook oh, yeah. and your website as yeah. well. So we'll yeah. be able to follow up. So on I'll be that. doing that soon. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, Glenn. Well, this has been uh, truly uh, an informative session here. And uh, the flower man, I just want to let you know that you've been pranked. <laughs> you thought that Mark was going to interview both of us, both having a story, but no one can outdo your story. Just want to let you know that this is all about you. And our listeners out there, anybody who... Oh, oh here we go. Two birds Final flyby. Thanks, guys. out there ever see in the Comox Valley the uh, Mustang here or see John on the on the sidewalk with his Pathfinder you must say hello to him I'm sure I'll have some encouraging words for you and uh, if you haven't seen him I'm sure you will because he's a really good guy so John thank okay, you for man. our JD flower man whatever your name you know, is yeah, today I'm blessed to have you as a friend. More, more shenanigans in the future. So watch out, Comox Valley.
Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate it for setting this up. Mark? Thanks, Glenn. Thank John, you very much. Fireman, and thanks, right Glenn, on. for coming out and having me here at your location. I appreciate it. Thanks to Glenn this for beautiful Comox Valley yep. Day. Uh, yeah. The birds, the, the traditional wind, and couldn't have asked for much more with the snowbirds. No, it's beautiful. Uh, just this time of year, the snowbirds are here for a month, so they do a couple of shows a year, so we kind of maybe slightly timed it. Had a good time. Yes, right? we did. It was so, perfect. All around. So I'm your host, Mark Slick Vickery, and this was the Reckless Experience with Mark podcast. And thanks very much for coming through and showing us the Mustang Flower Man. Yep. And again, if you're in the Comox Valley, you know who this guy is. These are the guys you want to know. One last thing, the name of the car. Oh, oh, a is, surprise. We didn't know this. The name of the car is Lemonade. Lemon, because she's yellow, but she's no lemon, and aid, because I love to help people. Lemonade. Makes We're sense. ending on a positive note. Lemonade, the flower man, Glenn. Good job. Woo! Thanks, Thanks, guys. Awesome. This is the song of the flower man. This is the story of a man named John. He started out as a boy named Rob. He went to the finest schools in a prairie town. He always did what his daddy said, but he found his life was full of dread. So he packed his bags and he headed Comox bound. The flower man, the flower man, spreading joy is his one true plan. If he can't do it, no one can. Let's all be like the flower man. The flower man, the flower man, spreading joy is his one true plan. If he can't do it, no one can. Let's all be like the flower man, the flower man, the flower man. Spreading joy is his one true plan. Let's all be like the flower man. With Mustang Sally joining the ride, give her a wave and she'll wicked stop. Her curly mop, the sweetest I've ever seen. Mustang Saka leads the way with Mustang Santa in his kayak sleigh. These are the friends of the Flower Man. The Flower Man, the Flower Man, spreading joy is his one true plan. If he can't do it, no one can. Let's all be like the Flower Man. The Flower Man, the Flower Man, spreading joy is his one true plan. If he can't do it, no one can. Let's all be like the Flower Man. The Flower Man, the Flower Man, spreading joy is his one true plan. Let's all be like the Flower Man.
Joining us this week on the Reckless Experience with Mark. Be sure to visit our website at www.recklessexperience.com where you can subscribe so you'll never miss a show. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And be sure to tune in next week for our next episode the know how, the how to, and the WTF. 